welcome to That Happens, the show where we uh, talk Jeff through tech support. <laughs> I'm your host, Spencer Crittenden, and I got I got Jeff coming into you live. I'm going to put him on the phone. What's up, Jeff? Uh, yeah, my, my Bluetooth, my old-ass um, steam-powered Mac computer uh, just took a dump. There's, Bluetooth does not exist on my on my desktop computer anymore. So I'm going to, I plugged in uh, new headphones. The meeting is being recorded. Got it. And, and he's okay. coming into the room. He's coming into the zoom folks. Let me, let me screw with my, uh, audio settings yeah because i can't hear you the folks he is in the zoom but we cannot hear him he is muted uh you might want to click the mute button there Hello? we go i see All the right. mute button okay i just hung up on jeff because okay, jeff up. has just joined the zoom um so we were trying to tech support and uh it wasn't going well because the computer just took a long time to boot up and that that didn't that right jeff that kind of ate up most of our tech support time it sucked i wish we could have actually done some investigation right wow did we lose oh, jeff we, we lost jeff again oh no oh boy can you I hear me on this speaker oh well, i just heard you i, I just you heard you. i don't know if now's the time for experimentation i think you know if we can hear you it's just like you know we could go we could do it you know i don't Check know one two but, three four okay can you hear us wave your hand if you can hear me spencer yeah i can hear you okay but you I can't, can't hear, hear me you. yeah and why can't you see working <laughs> so if you're gonna go into the bottom left hand corner with fun. the mic button you can so select fun. a I missed speaker you guys. i can't hear or see you oh but, uh, right i, I can't instruct him because he can't hear me is it same as system not yes or no or is it built-in output headphones uh hold up uh, one for same as system well why don't you try both but he can't hear okay. us so i don't know how to communicate. uh say say well maybe we just try tell him to do one and then he does the other and so this is you know i can't i don't know if he can hear me but you know this is what what happens a lot of the time and i don't you know it's comedic oh in the sense that you know it's it's horrible and i don't know what to do can you hear right. us jeff yes you're okay uh sorry i'm i'm a little flustered here's the, the reason why i couldn't hear you guys i forgot to take off my bluetooth or oh, let me <sighs> let me start start my video here i'm so good <laughs> i'm a i'm an idiot is what's going on over here everybody it's not that you're an idiot it's that this shit's complicated and it just you know it, oh, there's just a lot there's a lot i gotta put my camera up i haven't yeah, even so done we that saw yet. a camera and i don't know what that was looking but i was hoping it wasn't jeff and it wasn't because folks we got jeff on camera and isn't he looking handsome folks you can see me yes yeah. oh hey there i am we fucking did it let <laughs> me turn on my uh my ring light so i look amazing oh hell yeah dude oh. let me turn on my second ring light that's too much i think i'll turn that off I, I was so freaked out about not having Bluetooth and before, just for art department, I had put these headphones right over here that I could have at any point plugged into the back of my shitty computer. And then I could have put these on instead of leaving these on, which can't work right now. 
Yeah, you know what's interesting about that is I think in the past we've had problems, and I was like, "Can you plug in, you know, uh, wired headphones?" And I never got a straight answer. So I was like, "Maybe there's not a working headphone jack." Because anytime we have any of these problems, the easiest and most functional solution every single time would simply be to grab those and plug them in. It would just almost instantly solve every problem. It just won't fix your Bluetooth. It'll solve. Well, it'll solve my problem. That's the thing is you and I have slightly different problems because you're like my whole fucking computer slow. I got the Bluetooth. It's not working. And my problem is I got to get Jeff on the show before it starts, you know, so they're related problems, but they're not quite the same. Exactly. Um, (laughs) How do I? There we go. I'm still fiddling around with my screen. So I, I get things as I like them. Jeff's screen is brought to you by the Exotic Soda Company. The Exotic Soda Company. When you want the island breeze of a tropical freeze and what what you got there and you need a sweet corn soda from uncle mel or whatever the fuck his name is turn to ex- lester's what? fixins lester's fixins yeah not mel lester jesus christ isn't lester just an inherently repulsive name like it just it, it leaves your mouth like a like a like a like a curse lester, lester you unless know? you're from unless you're from england and you live in lester which is spelled differently like lice leicester leicester yeah it's kind of yeah, one of those so are we going to start over from the top or are we leaving all this in? We're leaving it in. All right. well, yeah. I mean, that's the show. This is what was happening. I mean, that was, I don't that, know. I, that was happening. That was happening. That happened, you know, and, and that happens. It happens all the time to us I and think pe- we've pe- never been wanna, able to share. People want to peek behind the curtain and see how this, how, see how the, see how the sausage is actually made here at that house. As the Hollywood handbook boys say, we like to maintain translucency, total translucency. <laughs> now, here's the problem. <laughs> if we can go back to my tech was. Yes. On, on these, these uh, headphones, um, I, I can't, uh-huh. on, 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 the, on the, these uh, Bluetoothy ones, the iPod mm-hmm. Maxes, I can hear myself talk without being muffled through this. Like, you, you can actually hear... Yeah, uh, you don't cancel your own voice, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's why these are so nice. That you know, uh I, mine actually is turned off right now, so I can hear myself and I sound like shit. But I just wanted to share and reveal something about myself that you were pulling those headphones off to comment on them. And I just my heart sank because I was like, if he doesn't put this on, we might just have another problem on our hands and I'll be like, Well, I don't know how to communicate with them. And, and you know, that's on me. <laughs> Jeff. I, Kevin, you got to put the camera on Jeff for that visual bit to land. The camera moves around, you guys. It bounces around, and it, it well, whatever. What's up? How's it going, Jeff? What, how was your week? Um, it was pretty uneventful. Uh, not a whole lot happened. Uh, I've had a couple, uh, little bit of downtime, but between our next shows on the road, so I've just been. But yeah, I've been binge watching two things. Mm-hmm. My, my days and nights consist of. The Winter Olympics, because I really like the Winter Olympics. And, and I'm re-binging for the third time Columbo, the old TV show, because it's nice. the greatest. It's the greatest yeah. show in the world. The very what first do you watch ep- that on? Uh, it's on Sundance Channel. They're, 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 Sundance Channel just does like huge, like, like two, three day long, <laughs> you know, like you can watch all of, I don't know, Firefly. I, I'm making that up. but <laughs> Sure, yeah. Uh, but uh, 
episode one, I, I thought I'd seen all, if not most of them, but it turns out I've, I have not seen a lot of Columbo's because it was on, it started like in the mid 70s, like 76 and was on until the early 90s. The episode one, season one, uh, is called Murder by the Book and uh, directed by a young Steven Spielberg. I did not know that. It's a very, good, epi- it's a very good episode. Columbo, huh? What's a, is, is that the guy where he says one more thing or is that one of the other detectives? No, that's him. Oh, yeah. shit. He's a, he's a schlubby little busybody who uh, keeps like ingratiating himself to people and acting like he's a moron, but he's a, uh, he's super smart. Mm-hmm. Abed will, will argue that that's the greatest show ever made. I, I, Abed and I agree on very few things. No, that's not true at all. Uh, but I agree with Abed on that. It, it really is fantastic. And the, the, the format of the show, if you've never seen or heard of it, um, a, a fem- famous or semi-famous uh, guest star that you start on them, they commit a very crafty, very complicated, like perfect crime murder. Or sometimes it could just be a murder of passion or, or, or of opportunity or whatever. Mm-hmm. And because they're the first person you see, they're the protagonists. Um, but you do know that at any moment, there's going to be a guy walking in your backyard looking around and it's going to be Peter Falk. And he ends up usually befriending them. Like they, they, they end up respecting each other because the people are usually like authors or chess geniuses or scientists <laughs> or mind readers. And so, you know, you know, schlubby little L- Lieutenant Columbo has to get to the bottom of it. Now, did yeah, you man. like Murder, She Wrote? Because I've heard people argue that those two shows are identical, but nobody likes both shows. I never I don't think I've seen a whole episode of Murder, She Wrote, but I, I'll, I'll check it out. Because they're both kind of like, I, I love old d- d- like crime-solving detective novels. I, d- I don't really like procedural cop shows. Like, I, I've, like Law and Order doesn't appeal to me. I'm sure it's great. People love it. Um, <laughs> but I like, there's, a, there's a, um, an author, Georges Simenon, he's French, and he wrote a million books. Mm-hmm. And he had a d- detective called uh, Maigret, d- d- Chief Inspector Maigret. And he's a lot, I really think that they were both based on things like that. And uh, what's her name? Uh, Agatha Christie, where it, they're not, no, one's get, no one gets brought down to the station and interrogated under a lamp, you know? <laughs> it, it's, it, it's not, it, like, there's no, no one is, is being grilled in jail or stuff like that. He, he, they're just constantly going to their house and bothering them and lo- like looking through the fireplace to see if the umbrella is there. And also, like, the murderer might be Dick Van Dyke. Uh, in that episode, what, I don't know if it was that one, an early episode, a waitress comes by and Columbo doesn't know what to order. And she's all pissed off. And she has like maybe three, four lines. And it's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, like a really young, gorgeous Jamie Lee Curtis. So it's, it, it's fun to go back in time and, and watch all that. Shit. There's a Johnny Cash episode, which is worth watching. <laughs> yeah i mean it seems like a good show i mean it seems like it's well plotted right which is good you know if for if you're trying to learn to write and stuff storytelling it seems good yeah it's 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 a little it's a little tiny bit over the top where it's you know the the writing is pretty um not like there's there's one with louis jordan where louis jordan is a famous chef and he kills somebody by feeding them fugu that poisonous blowfish yeah and he has to get away with that and Columbo's always the biggest fan. Oh, you know, my, 
Mrs. Colombo, she loves your cookbook so much. Oh, she could I get an autograph? Oh, here. And, and it's Louis Jordan is one of my favorite actors. He goes, you know, Lieutenant Colombo, you disappoint me. That, that, that line is in almost every episode. It's like, like <laughs> you're, you're acting stupid and like you disappoint me. You're much smarter than this. And uh, it's great. Anyway, but that's, it's, that's his act, right? Is he's acting stupid, right? Yeah. I mean, he, I think he tries to come in low and right. so, so that you, you, the people are, are, always think that they're smarter than him. And then they start making mistakes. Yeah. So he yeah. lets them kind of step in it and stuff. There's one with Ricardo Montalban where um, somebody dies in a bull ring and he's a famous Mexican matador. That's a great one. <laughs> you know, you know, I didn't even know. I just like had to double check that the Olympics were happening. I mean, I don't think the Olympics have ever happened with less fanfare or like, you know, yeah, it's like been less across my radar. It's not well, like it, I follow it, this stuff, but well, first it's the Winter Olympics. So it's mm -hmm. not like the big summer Olympics. Also, it's in Beijing and China is being a piece of shit, you know, and yeah, so those Uyghurs. Yeah. And so they're doing I, really fucked up like crimes against humanity like yeah. removing organs fucked up like the murder van shit like honestly chinese murder vans yeah that rob's, was never a joke rob's t-shirt sales just spiked yeah um the opening ceremonies uh xi jinping was up there in the stands like mussolini or hitler you know like just like a proper dictator and thank god um the stadium was limited to a very small number of spectators. It, 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 if, if otherwise, it would have been completely packed with adoring, cheering fans. Also, his main homie, Vladimir Putin, attended, and they were hanging out with each other. And when they do the um, at the opening ceremony, all of the countries march out, all like all the athletes representing, you know, Moldova, United States of America, and Sweden, and there's flag bearers and all this shit. When Ukraine came out, they cut to Vladimir Putin up in a skybox, and he was like, "We're like, so is he Jeff, was he asleep?" Jeff is doing a really specific face. That oh yeah, okay, sinister face. but casual, kind okay, of like I'll, disrespectful. I'll talk to the camera's on me. He just kind of like look, looking like he was asleep, but yeah. he wasn't asleep because right when the Ukraine went off, he cheered back up he just wouldn't look at him he wouldn't give them any fucking time of day because he's a fucking monster yeah. so uh Putin's yeah. fucked man people don't know like the, i don't know everything's fucked and every time you say anyone else is fucked people are like but actually america's fucked and it's like i never said america wasn't fucked but right now i'm talking about this other people being fucked and it's fucked man it's all fucked everything's fucked putin's fucked he was essentially like a secret police you know like a sent like a, for for yeah. russia he disappeared he, people he, he was the head That's of the kgb he, he was the head of the kgb yeah that's not what you want fucking being a politician like like imagine being as shitty as trump but also you just killed political dissidents for your living before you ascended to power it's just like but and there's more specifics too it's just like it's just fucked and that people don't know I, whatever whatever i've been watching stuff jeff you know you you hear about this you see this you hear about this our friend steve agee is in a show called uh peacemaker i don't know if you've seen it um no. he's doing a honestly a really great performance i i i i, I want to know what he thinks of it because i think it's a really great performance i i love his character i love his line reads and stuff it's all really great he plays a guy named john economist um who's kind of you know one of these kind of white nerd archetypes in your average uh 
uh, group, you know, you, you have like an office work setting and one of the guys is like a big nerd kind of guy, you know, like me, it's like a kind of me archetype. I don't know. That's that's being too generous of me, but he, he's really good. Peacemaker's really good. But I've been watching. They just brought back Raised by Wolves, Jeff. <laughs> have you ever heard of Raised by Wolves? I mean, I've heard of the concept, but not, I didn't know there was a TV show. Yeah, Ridley Scott, you know, from from Alien or whatever the fuck, has this HBO Max series. I think it was made for sci-fi or something, but then it got like put on HBO Max. HBO Max bought it. I don't know. Um, but it's it's a crazy sci-fi show about these two a androids uh like arrive on this alien planet and like one of the androids starts plugging in like fetuses to her body and like growing fetuses into babies, and then she like births the baby and starts raising these kids and kind of creating it's like it's like this it's a colony or you know they're kind of trying to create like a colony and and they're androids so they don't understand humans you know and also it's crazy sci-fi shit and then there's also this like war between atheists and this religious cult and in it so it follows them to the planet it just gets fucking insane everything that happens is just fucking insane the whole first season i can't even say i liked it i just had no handhold to get like there was no you couldn't sink your teeth into anything none of it made sense it might as well have just been blurs and flashes because it was just a bunch of random shit happening and it was all like well at some point i must start to understand something about this show so i'm going to keep watching until that happens never happened the whole season ended i still had no fucking idea um this season i i kind of have some understanding of what's going on and i'm enjoying it a lot more like i, I said see, i can't really I, I, say i, I don't know if i if I have the uh, the stamina to stick with a show that gave me that much, <laughs> you gotta watch it until you turn it off because you'll. It's just insane, and I think it's worth it. The when, same way it's when, worth when, it to do mushrooms or something. When was it made? Uh, just the past couple of years. Uh, I watched oh. it. I think I watched it in quarantine. It aired like well during quarantine. And what kind of show is uh is pe uh, Peacemaker? Is it's like just one of these superhero bullshit you know i love superheroes but i would never recommend it to people is it, is it like one that. of those uh james gunn things because like, he, he's yeah. okay gotcha yeah and it's good it's good um you know it feels like uh his version of suicide squad which i also really liked and i hated the first suicide squad so you know i, I can't with the action movies anymore yeah i get it i mean i, I went and saw i i liked uh guardians of the galaxy i didn't go was there, aren't there two of them i, I didn't go yeah. to, i didn't go to the other one me neither. I, I watched Wonder Woman on a plane. I liked it. Like I, I, I wouldn't go to the theater uh, just to go yeah. see it. Um, the new new Batman. I, I fucking absolutely stopped caring about Batman <laughs> a thousand episodes. I mean, or, you know, sequels ago. Mm -hmm. Can't do it. I just don't like uh, shouty and blow em ups anymore. Yeah. I, 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 I like. I, I seriously sit at home and uh, record TCM and watch 1939 black and white screwball comedies or like bleak dramas, you know, set in Poland and shit like that. Like then, then once in a while you go, okay, I want to have some fun. Let's watch a James Bond movie or something like that. But sure. Uh, but, well, but you now know that these these Marvel movies are ruining cinema. What was the? Oh, you know, what I did like. Uh, it was the first time I went to a movie theater after they lightened up on the, uh, the lockdown stuff. Mm -hmm. And I went and saw the, uh, by myself down at the, uh, the Alamo draft house downtown. First time I'd ever been there. And I, I just wanted bubblegum popcorn tentpole shit. Sure. 
I didn't. I, I, I needed to just be like go go on a on a joyride, and it was the uh, I forget how it's really called, but something in the Legend of the Ten Rings. That one. Oh, Shang Chi. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see, have you seen that? No, I want to see it. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna subscribe to Disney Plus so I can watch all this shit. I, I was really stoked to see it on a, on a big screen and be kind of blown away by. But also, I love martial arts stuff. Like I love all the crouching mm-hmm. tiger kind of stuff. So there's a lot of that, yeah. like wire work and really artistic. So it's not just a bunch of bros screaming at each other. So it's a lot more thoughtful <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting when the world's interesting, you know. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I guess I saw. I like Deadpool. I didn't love it. Uh, like it's just not my it's just not my cup of tea. You know, like it's it's sure it's, they did a great job at it. And so like I, I I'm not, I'm not talking shit about it. Um, Wonder Woman was awesome, but it ended five times. It's like it just fucking the end. The yeah. end. Fan. F I N. Just fucking just like just pull the plug. Yeah. No. Everyone like, needs to have their thing. What was the one artificial intelligence a long time ago with with Tom Cruise? Remember that? No, I, I oh uh, no, I not a- AI was the one with the little boy, the creepy uh, Haley Joel Osment, right? So artificial intelligence. Wait, wait, wait maybe, maybe I'm thinking of AI. Wait, which Minority which, Report? Minority Report. That thank yeah, you. Okay. I, I don't. It's a long time ago, and again, no, no, know. I've never watched it. So we went and saw Mishrab and uh, Harmon went and saw it in the theater at the Vista in Los Feliz, and um. Mm-hmm. The movie was so long that the three of us started having panic attacks. <laughs> like, it's like, like, are we? They're they're never going to let us go. Like, we're, this is the rest of our life. Rob had a hoodie on and was pulling the drawstrings until it was just like Kenny from South Park, <laughs> because like he he needed to hide from the universe. And then we got out of there and went and had a drink at, a, at a, the bar next door and just talked about that movie for three hours and not 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 in a praiseworthy way. <laughs> Yeah, never seen it. I mean, people like it though, right? It's a popular movie, you'd say. Yeah, people like uh, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know that that Vladimir Putin. That's a movie, you know. But I, but every time I hear his name on the news or now at the you know he's mentioned at the Winter Olympics or whatever, um, one of my favorite memes is a it's a him with his shirt off, of course, and he's photoshopped instead of being on a horse, he's riding a bear. Mm-hmm. And it's the whoa oh on top whoa oh we're halfway there whoa oh dot 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 whoa oh Putin on a bear so that, there's a lot of those there's 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 a lizard on a chair so there's there's a, there's a rabbit hole you can go down but I can't hear Vladimir Putin without thinking that yeah I call him disputing oh you know, shit because he's disputing. The borders of other sovereign nations. <laughs> <laughs> I call him Putin on the shits. <laughs> oh, there's I an think, episode title. Because right? we're, we're taping this uh, at, on the sixth of February. Yeah, twenty twenty two. I have this terrible feeling that by the time we record another one, uh, th- th- there's an invasion in the Ukraine because they're all around the borders right now. Yeah, they're gearing up. That's they've been they've been mounting up their uh, what do you call it? Their numbers. And I just saw an article that said there's going to be like there's seventy percent of the way there, and they're still filling up. So yeah, they're probably gearing up. I, I just saw to, someone I, just posted that that they declared in a, a a state of emergency in Ottawa, Canada, in response to this 
trucker convoy. So that sounds new. Well, you hear yeah. about this trucker convoy? A little bit, yeah. Well, it turns out the Nazis are at it again. <laughs> Jeez. They're uh, going we on a terrorist rampage in the in a city not in Canada. I don't want can, Canadian Nazis. Just don't do it for me. The way a good you know old fashioned German Nazi does. You know what's weird about Canadian Nazis, Jeff, <laughs> is they're like, we want to kill indigenous people and all these other people. Oh, get out of my country. But you'll still get free health care. Like, we're not going to argue about that. Like, the, mm -hmm. the conservatives still have these weird social ideas that they get from being a Canadian citizen. You know, their idea of Canadian conservative is just a little bit different than America. So it's just, it's just funny that they're like, ah, you know, <laughs> the blood will not replace you know whatever yeah because like, they're in, like but also healthcare. In, in my experience from traveling you know like doing comedy shows th throughout north america we do a lot of canada so we do the west coast the east coast and in between we don't do a whole lot of manitoba I mean, what's there winnipeg um, brandon yeah uh, yeah we, we, so we do we, we do most of the coast but we do a lot of alberta um we do a lot of um Ontario. We do a million shows in Ontario, but it's, it's so much like um, the U S in the sense that the coasts are very liberal and the middle is very conservative. Like it's blue and red, almost just, almost just like we are. Yeah. It's just cold mountain country. You know, there's a lot of, you know, places like, like Texas and shit, right? Yeah. It's well, no, no and the, and the, like Calgary or Alberta is Texas because it's, it's beef and it's oil. Like it, it's, mm -hmm. it really is a, a cold Texas. Mm -hmm. um, and speaking of Canada, what my favorite current, well, that's hard to pick a favorite winter sport at, at the games uh, is curling. Mm -hmm. And I, I've been popping into the drawing room and I've got the whole bar watching it now. And now everybody's super into uh, mixed doubles <laughs> curling four 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 person curling. Um, we were like, we're all getting like all hooked up and like knowing the lingo and stuff on it. Um, I th I'm pretty sure the men's U.S. curling team are all Trumpy. I, th sure. I think I think there was a photo of them last Winter Games, and they all had red ball caps on, and I think that was code, you know. And um, what could be more masculine and you know virile than sweeping ice? Did daintily sweeping ice like it, you have a stick up your ass, Spencer? There was nothing dainty about it it is fucking no hardcore. it's hardcore it's you hardcore. have to do will, bench presses before you can sweep good i'm sure you try it i did you know i have i just got a car broom a collapsible car broom mm -hmm. so so i can pull it out i can sweep around my car and put it back that's genius isn't I it? tried curling in college, and I got to say, it is a lot harder than it looks. Like, we, there was a requirement that we picked some kind of team sport that we all had to, to do. So I thought, well, I'll do curling because I'm I'm a wuss and I can't do anything. That is so hard. Like, I, I don't know how they do. I, I'm not saying it's strenuous. I'm just saying it's a very difficult sport. No, no, it's like when, yeah, when it's dainty. When, when they're sweeping that ice, they're really, really going for it, and 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 the, and the matches are long, and. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear any shit talk about curling. I will, I, will, I will turn this podcast around. It's not that curling's bad. It's just that if you're trying to be cool, it's a stupid way to do it. We can respect what curling is, and what it is is fundamentally absurd and interesting for that reason.
Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I think it's created by lonely Scottish people out in the frozen lake, and they were just rolling granite rocks around. And and, and to make it curl around a blocker of ice, that you sweep the ice and you make a little path for it to, 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 to curl into. It's, it's good shit. Um, I just want to circle back and say, yeah, of course, curling is harder than it looks because that's like saying like, oh, chewing gum is hard. It's like, yeah, it looks impossibly easy. Nothing could possibly be as easy as curling looks. Of course, it's hard. Spencer, they got one slippy shoe on so they can slide and you got another little sticky, like grippy shoe. And they... It's amazing that they don't wipe out all the time. There was like I think it was either last Winter Olympics or one before. NBC Sports did a like a fluff piece trying to like hip people in the U- in the U.S. Uh, to uh, to curling, and they had like all these famous like top of the line um, athletes like I mean, it's like I don't know LeBron James or I, I forget who it was, but like all these famous like incredibly athletic people. And they couldn't stay on their feet for one second. They were just completely breaking their ass. It, it was hilarious. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. No, ice is crazy. I don't, you know, I, I've i eaten shit on ice. Uh, you know, I've I've really fucked myself up. I, I have like lingering knee pain from falling in the ice in Portland. It's, you know, but there's impressive things that are stupid, right? It's like, oh, I could eat a hundred hot peppers. It's like, yeah, no, that's impressive. It's stupid as hell. Like, okay. I mean, good. Yeah. It's, but, but to be clear, moving around deftly on ice, that's an impressive and useful skill in a lot of circumstances. Yeah. I can respect that for sure. Yeah, there's a there's a Russian 15 year old uh, gal who she just skated her, her short format last night, and it was so perfect that the commentators didn't even know what to say. <laughs> she was absolutely like like that was just perfect, like like that, mm. like she she's making a clown out of everybody, and she's a 15 year old. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. That's what's crazy about the Olympics is just just like man, who has the talent? It's like it's really interesting to see, you know, mm-hmm. who's like there. Uh, the other interesting thing about curling because I'm not done with my 15 minute set on curling, <laughs> but another interesting thing is like you said, how you change up the game is by organizing who's doing it like what would you say like mixed doubles and stuff like you know in running it's like well who can run you know 100 meters you know 100 meters with hurdles or whatever the fuck it's like well let's just put you together and you'll sweep and then now you guys can sweep Mm -hmm. i love it can't get enough of it it's also it's cool it's a a great bar game because the sound doesn't have to be on because it's basically really weird looking shuffleboard with with giant granite stones rolling around not rolling around sliding around that's Uh, why it's cool because shuffleboard is cool and it's big shuffleboard (laughs) it's giant shuffleboard with brooms and 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 the granite is all harvested i think from like one island in scotland so it all comes from this one place they're incredibly expensive and uh they're heavy and uh how heavy are they uh i don't, I don't know kevin like 40 pounds something like that they're, they're heavy it's ridiculous yeah i don't remember exactly how much I feel but probably it is, maybe it's so heavy more than 40. but um, yeah they but look cool curling stones look cool as hell if you it, i saw a documentary about how they make them and it's like it, it's like a full industry for this one little place. I want to say Scotland where, where the sport I believe is invented, which is why Canada is so great at it because you know, so many Scots uh, uh, live there and, and have yeah. migrated there. But uh, the, the ice, if you, if you take a curling stone and again, I'm, if I'm boring everyone to death, uh, that's on you because this is fascinating, <laughs> fascinating shit. Um, 
if you took a curling stone and took it to a hockey rink and tried to slide it, it wouldn't really slide um, because it's maybe too heavy. Um, when they do the ice and the, the, uh, the curling sheets, they, they smooth the ice like a regular ice rink, and then they sprinkle water on it, and it freezes and beads up. And so the, the stones are gliding across the beads, like they call it pebbling. And uh, it's, I, I, I just like, it's so, it, I, I'm not disagreeing that it sounds dumb to somebody who doesn't know what it is. I find it so specific and so completely weird that it's, 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 uh, it's yeah. riveting. Riveting. But that's what I mean. That's why it's weird to be all like a Trump guy and be like, uh, curling. It's like, it's, there's nothing wrong with curling. I play mm -hmm. Dungeons and Dragons. Are you fucking kidding me? You know, like, but, but let's be real. It's, in, it's insane. You know, it's weird. It's like mm -hmm. Dungeons and Dragons is weird. I, I'm not going to try and pass it off as not weird. Mm -hmm. You know, podcasting is weird. This is insane. Yeah. I mean, curling I, is I, I guess name a sport that isn't weird. Basketball's weird. You, you have to bounce a ball. Or otherwise you get in trouble if you don't bounce it enough and then you got to throw it through through a basket yeah and, you gotta uh, bounce it right you gotta bounce it right you can't bounce it wrong and mm -hmm. uh and then uh, you, you gotta put it in a, in a little hole that's you know and people whistle at you yeah there's a, there's a, a there's striped a, man whistles at you yeah all the time that's their job is to whistle at you <laughs> not, not like in a creepy creepy way <laughs> well it depends on the ref i think What's the line from Fletch? Because uh, Chevy Chase, uh, Fletch is uh, really into the Lakers. And uh, at, at the end of the movie, I forget the actress's name. She goes, I don't understand basketball. It just seems a bunch, like a bunch of guys with thyroid problems dribbling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's called they, they, their, their job is to dribble. Yeah, dribble. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're just dribbling. So yeah. you know what dribbling is. It's not like you're saying they're slapping the ball at the floor. <laughs> like, no, you know what dribbling is. You get that it's a sport. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, you know, everything can be reduced to absurd absurdity for sure. You know, we're either going to have, we might have to call this whole episode Sports Corner because it's really, <laughs> this has been the longest Sports Corner of all time. Yeah, I was thinking that it would be, uh, you know, the sports card of music is funny. Um, but uh, so I just want to update you guys. I'm trying to start a Twitch stream of D&D &D, um, with, with some people, and it's yeah. going to be really crazy. And I've been trying to think about D&D &D and stuff a lot. So that's what I've been doing. I, I wrote... I wrote, uh, Jeff, I wrote a type of bard. You know how you're a swashbuckler? Yeah. You could be different kinds of things. I wrote a type of bard that's a stand-up comedian bard who has like abilities <laughs> relating to stand-up comedy. And and so, it's, I don't know. It's been fun thinking about D&D &D and so, stuff. So if, if, he, uh, if he tells a really good like punchline, he gives his, uh, his, his team extra charisma or extra... <laughs> Yeah, so what bards can do is they can basically give you a bonus role to stuff that you do, but then depending on how a bard kind of grows up, then they could use that dice for other stuff. So this kind of they'll what they'll do is they'll they'll make an enemy, they'll debuff an enemy and make an enemy like more likely to fail, but then if they fail, the the bard will roast their ass and deal damage to them. Like they're just making fun of them for failing. Um, so that's, and then, and then later, if you roast their ass, you could later do a callback to it and burn them even more. 
Oh, you mean you mean idea. like comedy roast? You mean, I, I see, you know, like they like yeah, they, yeah. they they like light them on fire. Oh, oh so they they, they, they do they, take they, fire damage, but it's because the burn is so powerful. Ah, I love that. That's very yeah. funny. So that's the kind of stuff you could get on my Patreon. I'm trying to release stuff every month, you know, that's that's fun D&D stuff like that. Because, you know, that's the thing. We do fun D&D, right? You know, that's the kind of D&D we do. You could go find other D&D places that are really, you know, like by the book and stuff. But it's like, you know, get get crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Make it your own. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, how have you been, man? Doing good. Doing good. Actually, I was just looking this up because the chat's been talking about this. Oh, Almost no. exactly four years ago to today, Jeff talked about curling at the last Olympics. Oh, yay! The fact that there were guys with red ball caps on <laughs> and how it seemed kind of Trumpy, and so you stopped watching. I, I, I stopped kind of rooting for that. I, I, what has what what been? Yeah, that's of, of course. Are you telling me that I've ever repeated myself? Just that this I, that, Okay, yeah, just this one time. Yeah. No, uh, I think it's impressive that you actually accurately remembered they were Trent. Like it's like it's your your story's the same. People yeah. can't accuse you of lying. What it's been so far is the mixed doubles. So it's a man and a woman on, on both sides, and it, it, I like the, the communication. The teamwork is less macho and less broy. Um, and not to be a sleaze bag, but I'm sure I talked about this four years ago too. Um, I, I pray to God that the captain of the women's French team is still there because wow um she's a uh yep <laughs> how's everybody doing Très yeah. uh I'm, I'm doing all right man I, uh, oh, you know the other thing about curling is that men curl like this but yeah. women curl yeah. like this well you, do you know the and, difference between black people and white people how the, you know you know how you know how white people curl right well, a black yeah. person. Uh, so speaking of debuffing. What is this, Joe Rogan? Okay, yeah. Oh, Joe Rogan. I, oh, poor Joe. Poor Joe. It's hard for me. The thinking man's Joe Rogan. What an awkward spot I put myself into. Yeah, you're in hot water, baby. I'm essentially canceled by proxy. Yes. I'm the thinking man's canceled. I am blissfully, completely unaware. I've, I've never liked his comedy, so I don't know anything about his podcasts, except I overhear people saying that he's a pain in the ass. And no, he's just always been a racist, but just no one has ever cared. And now wider society is wait, like, wait, he actually is a racist. But it's like, yeah, no, we've been saying that he said negative things about gay people. He's like, I wouldn't want my uh, kid in Boy Scouts with a gay camp leader, like, and then like made jokes about it like he just he hates everything but just you know nobody cares because he's not a real he hasn't really been a real anything other than a podcaster but it, the spotify it, is like legitimacy you do, know do you get the feeling that he actually believes this or, he, or he's just an in, ersatz howard stern or rush limbaugh i think he does actually it. believe it i mean i think he i think you can pass him off as and it's it's even if he is like that even if he doesn't believe it it's bad enough but i mean i think that there is a consistency in a lot of this stuff that i think you know i, I at some point at some point it doesn't really matter but yeah i do believe he talks the way he talks about black people it's just he associates them with monkeys and low intelligence and stuff and uh he has on uh very flagrant races to talk about race science so it's like it, it would be either of those things is bad but he does both of them it's like that's subscribing to the belief and the talking to people about it wow i just it's always, bad I, i've never seen him live i just like you know when i first had had a like serious xm comedy channels and he would pop on there so i was like oh this is like going back to i i don't like shouty i don't like i don't like shouty 
dude stuff. Like mm-hmm. the guys that just scream at you. Like, I know. Like, for instance, is that funny? Th- th- this might make people bummed out because he's a lot of people love him and he's supposed to be an absolutely lovely guy. I know, I know people that know him, other comics, and like, he couldn't be a sweeter dude. I cannot stand Lewis Black because he's just yelling. It's like that volume does not ensure quality. Like, you, you're screaming your setup. Like maybe scream the punchline, but still, I don't like it. So your your whole act is just yelling at me. Yeah, I definitely know what you mean. I think I'm a little bit more tolerant of the, than you, but that's like a barrier. I feel like I had to kind of I like I, for the longest time. I was like, I'm just not. It's just not for me, you know. But now I think I kind of respect him a little bit. Yeah, and also like <laughs> you I'm, know, I'm not I'm not going to name names because these are comments that I think are really funny. They're, they're, they're still really funny and they didn't get, you know, cancel cultured or me too or anything like that, but uh, so much of their acts. And this is, it's, you know, we've certainly talked about this before and I'm, I'm not the first person to bring this up, but it's getting so much better now. It's getting like a million times better than it was about 10, 15, 20 years ago where there weren't a lot of female comics that, that got stage time and uh, airtime and stuff. And the, the guys, all misogynist, not all, just rampant misogyny, mommy issues, women are monsters, women are sluts. And that's, that's, that's their act. And they're, they're some of the funniest people, they, they, like, I listen to these sets and like, oh, man, this comic, I, I, I don't even want to say his name because I, I, I used to love and adore him. Then you go like, oh, shit, a huge hunk of your shit is uh, hating women. And yeah. like, it's just, God. but I mean, those ideas used to be mainstream. So when you're yeah. making jokes about them, it wasn't even necessarily subverting it. It was like, it was almost like observational humor with a little bit of edge. And then it became more like, oh, this is the counterculture and stuff. But you know, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but you know, we should, we shouldn't be taking shots without being willing to have these people on. So, you know, I know that Kevin brought Joe Rogan into the waiting room <laughs> again to defend himself. Um, um, Kevin, do you want to let him in? No, yes. no, absolutely we, not. We, we've we've asked him to keep it to under twenty n words uh, while <laughs> while he's on the show. Well, I think Kevin's got a Kevin's got his finger on the you know the what do you call it the cough the button. sensor yeah the cough button yeah <laughs> or as Joe Rogan calls it, the n word button I think calls it the n button yeah but no, he uh, doesn't he he certainly did not have an n button for for a while. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's like, it, it also, it, I don't know, whatever. It just, it used to be less gauche to even do that. You know, it's like, it wasn't something you did. It was something that got people mad, but it wasn't something, you know, you'd necessarily be able to like get people in trouble for, which is, yeah. you know, that's more progress. I don't what, know. What, what, what do you think, what would you like to see happen to him? Anything at all? Or just let him do his thing and, and hang himself by his own rope? Or I don't want to get arrested, man. There's so much destruction I wish I could unleash on so many people, you know? And it's hard to think in terms outside of those because I don't see a better solution personally, you know? Right, give, me a, give me some D&D music. We're going we're gonna to do a, a, a combat between you and Joe Rogan right now. And uh, <laughs> Kevin, do you want to play Joe Rogan or shall I play Joe Rogan? You should. You got the better imitation for sure. I don't. I, I don't even know what he sounds like. He sounds. I, I have shouty, the right? better. What are you talking? I have the Joe Rogan impression. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's just his Kermit. That's how he sounds. <laughs> you asked Miss Piggy. Uh, all right, here we go. Um, Spencer, uh, you walk into 
a recording studio and you've been asked to be on the air with me, Joe Rogan. Uh, uh, what do you, uh, what do you say? Oh, um, I have a gun and I'm um, going to use it. I, uh, I, I, uh, I run out of the room and bolt the door behind me. Now it's my show. Now I have all the audience. And let me tell you the truth. Racism is bad. <laughs> okay. See, everybody, there's a lesson there. We'll, 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 this is we'll, what we'll, I'm talking about. The solution we'll is obvious. We're just not doing anything. No, but I think that, that, that's a great lesson, even though you did threaten him with a firearm. That's uh, what it needs to happen, I think. Okay. I think we need to threaten him with a firearm. <laughs> I'm going to get arrested. Yeah. Oh God! No, you 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 can, you can say that you just you just can't do your perfect Joe Rogan impression while you say it. Yeah, you know that happens as a free uh, a free flowing exchange of ideas meant for uh, that occasionally touches on mature subject matter. You know, yeah. we can't be held accountable if you get freaking triggered. <laughs> uh, you mentioned debuffing earlier. What does that mean? Oh, okay. So in video games, uh, debuffs are negative status effects. Like, uh, you know, uh, like in video games, sometimes you get poisoned where every turn you'll take damage right. or maybe you'll get blinded. So you have a lower accuracy. That's kind of a debuff is a blanket terms for stuff like that. So okay. yeah, it's a penalty because when, when you said that I'm, I have debuffed myself. I am so scrawny <laughs> right now. I, my arms <laughs> There, there's, I have no muscles. I have no, there's, uh, like you can see my ribs, <laughs> but I still have a tiny, like a little bit of softness around them. It's not like I have like, like Jesus abs. You know, I'm not, I'm not like emaciated like all the way around. But my little legs are embarrassingly scrawny, mm. and oh my god, like getting up and down the stairs, and like, I'm holding both handrails. <laughs> like I'm gonna die. I, and going back to the gym when you're this thin. Like that's also I'll die there. I'll die five times that day. Yeah, I want to go to the gym. I've really been interested in trying to go to the gym recently, um, just to do some simple exercises and stuff because I leave my house so often. It's like if I left my house and it's like go to the gym for like even five minutes, like do like yeah. one, you know, lift or something and call it the day. I feel like that's something I might be able to work into my routine if I'm bored enough. But I'm if just we, afraid it, now. I, you know, I don't want to go it's so stupid. Like if if every day I'm not going to say all of this, but like some of you are probably incredibly fit. Um, some of you don't care about fitness at all. I just, I just care about being able to fit into my suits and not uh, panting and passing out when I'm doing a show. <laughs> and uh, um, if just every day I did a little five, there's, there's little five minute hotel room workouts where you do some squats, mm -hmm. you do some push-ups, you do some things and some, whatever the fucks, some, like, some, like you do some jumping jacks. If you just do that every day, you, you'd be in shape. Um, five minutes. Also, I think if I played 10 minutes of Duolingo every day, I'd speak 17 languages. I've, I've, I've said this a million times, but you know how much Angry Birds 2 I've played over the last three months? I What's the difference between two and one? I've never played one. I just came across Angry Birds 2 and it, it's, it's, it's don't play it. If you're, if you, if you don't know it, I run, run away. It's so dumb, but I love the graphics and it's cute. And, uh, yeah. yeah.
I um I used to play what was it? Oh, I used to play Plants vs Zombies. Amazing game. Love Plants vs Zombies. And then they came out with Plants vs Zombies 2, and it was like fine, but it just sucked. And it was structured differently and it's like why don't you just make a second version of the first game? You know, I think the way they did it was more kind of like microtransactiony and bullshit like that. So, of course, that's how they do it. But man, the first one was so good. I I've never seen a game series just so quickly evolve into microtransactions, Bullshit, just yeah. nonsense. You know, it went from like the most popular game in the world to no one has mentioned that game in five years to me. You know, no one no. even remembers it now because they killed it so hard. What, and now explain for me, I'm, I'm not a gamer, microtransactions. I, I think I can imagine what that means, but they just want you to spend money in little ways. It's oh. like, oh, you can only take two levels that today and you have to wait till the next day to do more levels. Yeah. But if you spend money, you can do five levels, you know, stuff like that. I, I, it's not because I can't afford a two ninety nine boost of my, no, bird. it's the principle. I, it's like, I, I, I played Clash of Clans years ago with, with a group of friends from Channel 101. And it was really fun. But then you go to war with some people you don't know. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, I don't want to let the team down. So I would spend, I probably spent like $5 here, $5 there. I would say all told, maybe tops 50 bucks. And it did not make the game more fun. So I, it, when I play little freemium games like that, I, I just out of principle, don't do it because it does not improve the uh, entertainment value of looking at your stupid ass phone and watching a bird fly into a pig. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't beat that. It's unbeatable. You, you can't like if you put a little hat on the bird, it's not better. You know, I, I wonder if, there's, be a, if, if there's a really good entertaining curling app game. There you go. Because if there isn't, there ought to be. I bet there is. You know there fucking is. When you and go to it Canada, be mixed doubles. If you're from Canada, you know what I'm talking about. When I go to Canada, <laughs> um, you go into a restaurant or a bar that anywhere that has TVs on the wall. If, if hockey's not happening, it's curling, and it's day and night. Like it, it, curling is on the air all the bloody time, and it's great because you can just sit there and eat the you know the snack mix and watch uh, people spin a rock. <laughs> yeah, man. And what a rock. Again, it's a very That's, nice rock. I, think I want I, a rock. I, I want <laughs> to rock. Rock. Kevin, hit the music. <laughs> hit the I want to rock music yeah, drop yeah. that we queued up. Give me some Twisted uh, Sister right now. <laughs> I wish. Um, yeah, I don't know. You don't want to play D&D, do you? We hate that, right? I, no I'm, down for, that. I'm down for whatever. I can't find my last time notes. I don't know where I put oh, whatever shit. we did last time. So those I would have been such interesting notes too. Wait, hold up. I'm going to, I'm going to roll the chair away for one second. All right. Um, Jeff finding his notes is brought to you by the fire that's uh, on Jeff's camera. You can see like a, there's like a frame photo. There's fire. It looks like the photo itself is on fire or maybe it's a photo of fire, but can that's, I, that's what the show is brought. You can't find them. No, they're, they're Damn. working somewhere. I, I, I have, because people know that I like, um, as a gift, I, I like like notes, notepads and nice paper, and I like pens. And mm -hmm. uh, I think it's on a notepad downstairs, but I have like 90 notepads downstairs. So that's not. That's yeah. Not 
I do that too. I have like, I have like two spiral bound notebooks. I have two kind of like notepads. I have like multiple sticky notepads and then I have moleskins like in like actual straight up notebook notebooks, you know, this, this one by Fabriano has been my, my, that happens one. And what I love about it is it opens completely flat. There's no, like, there's no bulge in the, uh, in the middle, so to speak. Unlike me, where there is a little bulge in the middle. I've, I've been active, actively debuffing. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm weak as a fucking kitten, you guys. I, I had a hangover the other day, and I woke up, and I was like, and I hadn't eaten, and I, I tried to get downstairs, and I was like, I, I, I was taking like not one step at a time. I was like, one step, one step, one step, one step. Like I, I was, I, I was going half speed down the stairs because I was afraid I was just gonna break my neck. You got long COVID, bro. Bro got long COVID. Fuck that COVID shit, man. Bro got long COVID. Are you you all clear, Kevin, from your COVID uh, long-term, long-haul symptoms? I think so. I don't think I have anything left at this point. So that makes me happy. Yeah, well, long COVID, it's an autoimmune disorder, and those affect women at like two to three times more, you know, generally. Uh, yeah, interesting. No, that's why, you know, no one cares about autoimmune disorders is because, you know, uh, women are marginalized by society. Um, my, my male friend has lupus. Does that count? Yeah, it definitely can affect men. It's just less common. Let's as if, you know, women have been getting a free ride, a free ride physically for so long, you know, they got it so easy in terms of what they have to go through throughout life and pain wise and childbirth and shit nature's 3d printers <laughs> oh god is that you a just, cool thing to say is that cool i i i, I think that might polarize a little bit <laughs> i mean I, i'm the thinking I, man's I, joe rogan you, are, you, oh, you really are that, that that that's a good episode title by the way <laughs> uh, I, but, I think we need to lose the heat first we might have to wait for the heat to die down <laughs> Oh, well, so do you think it's downstairs? Because I could do another ad if you really want. I mean, if you want, but if I, we don't need them, you know, it's not important. No, it's just, you give me your, um, yeah, your uh, recap and we'll, we'll take it from there. All right. Kevin, can read my got... quick notes if that oh. would help. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm sure these will be no, these, good. These make no sense. Okay. So we're in Salt Marsh and we just returned from our last mission. We got a thousand gold pieces. So we gave that to Bid Copper out of appreciation to him. And in thanks for that, he's making us some stuff that I don't think we really know what, but he's making something for us. So the kind of mayor of Salt Marsh told us our next mission, if we will take it, is to go to the Isle of Gale. Um, and there's a crab fishing village called Crabton. And we're going to go there to go after Nightshade, the deadliest pirate ever. And Oculon, who's in the cult of the cool eyes, is going to come along with us with his ship right. full of little eyeball guys. Is that a yeah, decent how, summary? Yeah, yeah how, that how, was hilarious, Kevin. How, Great how, job. No, those are really good notes. That was really good. How, how many eyeball guys? I don't think it's specified. I maybe I said twelve or something, but it's I certainly think you said like a dozen. Yeah, yeah. Oculon. And what Oculus. was Oculus? I know he's he's like the eyeball guy, but what's what's his kind of race class status? What's his he's deal a dwarf. Um, he's a dwarf warlock, but he's a cultist. 
but he's but he's he's down to the clown with us like he's not a, like he's not like a bad dude as far as we can tell yeah he's you met him through crunch crunch is the a guy a dragonborn guy that you've met a couple times and just one time crunch showed up with oculon and since then oculon's kind of just been showing up here and there okay um all right well let's uh are we playing music or is it, is it something that that we hear live or we add it in later yeah let's do it i guess yeah let's let's do it just to make it official um let's literally roll the dice let's roll it you know let's roll like uh like what they said on the the 9-11 flight Didn't they say like let's roll before they tried to take down the take down the terrorists or something oh i thought you said I thought, I thought you were saying the terrorists said let's roll that i that, think that, okay i would hope they did as well you know it's a cool thing to say uh last time on harmontown deadly the, the deadly pirate known as nightshade attacked salt marsh for mysterious reasons no one has seen or heard of nightshade well they've heard of him no one has seen the mysterious deadly nightshade and and who knows how long this mysterious pirates but as a result this council of olds and hush money specifically requested our heroes go and take on this deadly force who had uh holed up in crapton on the isle of gale they decided to do that because they like money and they like revenge and they like you know adventure and stuff so that's that's what they decided to do but jeff or uh fuzzy knuckles he was like we'll need a ship and we'll need a crew and oculon was like i got those we got these eyeballs and the ship is the colt is the colt's got a ship with the eyeballs and spell cannons it'll be great and so you set off uh to have a nice rest to to get ready for the inevitable ship setting sail and such for the adventure was about to begin now i don't know whatever all right so are we down by the ship uh, you remember that though they said it's like it was let's roll like that was like a thing that was i don't know how do how do we know they said that i just feel like there was recordings or something and they tried and failed or they brought the plane down instead of into where it was supposed to hit they just brought it down or something and but they said let's whatever whatever. if if that's i mean i I don't know if i've ever heard that but that's pretty badass yeah it was they they stop terrorism you know we all should be so lucky <laughs> right yeah I, i'd trade places with any one of those passengers in a moment <laughs> we should all be so lucky it's just you know it's a better cause than dying first instance because you don't believe in covid vaccinations or something I, I, you know I, I worry spencer that now that joe rogan might be out of a job that you're that you're really kind of angling to be the new thinking man's joe rogan for real yeah no it's actually <laughs> it, i've i've been hoisted on my own petard like this was never supposed to uh you know go this far but mm-hmm. you know sometimes you just get taken up with the rhetoric and stuff do you, do you think that if you were asked like say, let's say whoever pr- produces his podcast or whatever mm-hmm. is a big that happens fan or a big pardon me um harmontown fan and you, you know we got to do let's go a different direction let's bring in this great funny kind of nerdy intellectual D playing guy he's like the, the exact opposite and uh, we're just going to take it a different direction we can still discuss issues but we, you know it'll be lighter it'll it'll be more woke uh the nazis will will not get away with what they're doing and mm-hmm. uh and but then i think i could see you being swept up in the tide 
and let, letting letting power corrupt you, and then like two years later, you're just in bomb city. That's what I think. Well, you know, I'm not gonna pretend like, uh, you know, I'm a good person. I can imagine being in such a desperate state where it's like, I guess I'll just try and just become one of these right wing cranks because otherwise I don't have a job. That seems like something that I might do. I'd like to think I'm above that, but you know, who knows, but I wouldn't go on Joe Rogan's show unless again, I got to bring my gun and announce it and take over the show, you know, and then tell people that the racism was wrong and yeah. And hopefully we'd be streaming live so they wouldn't be able to cut or edit, you know? That's what I do. And uh, why, why, why don't we yeah. channel uh, your your thinly sublimated rage against uh, Joe Rogan into kicking some ass against Nightshade, uh, who is <laughs> just every bit as reprehensible. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So it's the next morning. Um, and, Oculon, and, and, sorry. Sorry. Real yeah. quick. So it's, it's me, John DeFever. And, and you're yep. you're oculon right so we don't, we have no I'm big copper right? okay gotcha. well we don't have big copper right now but in the morning um big copper uh big copper shows up and he's like hey there babies i finished the equipments oh yep Sh show us what you got big copper all right for you captain fuzzy knuckles and lil uzi vert t-shirt a little Uzi, what? Uh, it's a, it's a no. That was a, I don't know, I don't know what I was doing. Uh, you here you go. I call it the grappling gun. Ooh, um, it's like a Batman grappling gun. Um, he says it has two settings, uh, spike hook and magnet. So you know, depending on what you want to do, uh, it shoots. It shoots uh it, the range is the maximum range is 120 so the range is 60 slash 120 and it'll do damage if you hit someone with it and you can kind of pull them in or you can use it to do kind of crazy acrobatics tricks and stuff yeah i mean every every swashbuckler could use a grappling hook it's that's that's one of the best ways to grapple yeah and again you could shoot people in the head and shit. it's cool <laughs> but uh and for you johnny defever don't think I forgot about you. I present to you the magnet gauntlet. It's uh, infused with the same power that's in my great and impressive armor. But uh, if you cast a spell using the magnet gauntlet, you can apply a magnetic effect on it and it'll empower your magic and you can knock people down or suck them around with magnetal power, you know, so you can do that. I'll write write down the description and you can put it in your character sheet later. That sounds incredibly powerful. Thank you so much, Big Copper. They're both pretty cool, I gotta say. And don't think I forgot about you, Oculon. For you, I have the world's biggest contact lens. Whoa. And he, he puts it on <laughs> Oculon's eye. Does, it, does he get increased vision or something like that? No, but it prevents it from, you know, physical damage that, you know, if like someone shoots you in the eye or something like it's, it's good for that. Just uh, side talk. Uh, how, how big is uh, Oculon's eye? Like how, how big are we talking? It's about the size of a grapefruit. Okay. So like, like way, way big, yeah, but gotcha. you know, um, <clears throat> and, and now it's time for me to you know leave because because yeah 
but if you want to see me again i'm here or if you need me for missions and stuff yeah whatever we're going on a mission right now you don't want to come along with us i'll come yeah no that sounds good oh, wow you you really fought like a lion there bc yeah i you know i i'm here to help i don't i don't want to insist did you make did you make yourself did you make yourself anything new while you were making stuff for us did you did you spruce up any of your weaponry or armor well i tell you what i actually spruced up my own armor first look at this he has this really impressive like mechanized kind of breastplate that has like pistons and magnets and this big gem on the front it like crackles with electrical energy and stuff and he's like i call this electro armor wow yeah okay you know what but i think between the four of us and oculon's minions uh, eyeball minions i think uh nightshade is in a world of trouble yeah oh yeah the ship i forgot and he whistles and um you see out of the water like a submarine rises this sleek black metal ship it's definitely one of the nicest kind of looking vessels it's the kind that you might associate with like a king their private vessel or something you know it's maybe not that elaborate or you know because it but it has this really unique design sense you know a lot of clean straight lines it kind of looks like a torpedo or something it's it's black it's made out of black metal with red trim um you can see kind of like uh the decks are kind of designed again more like a submarine there so there's not railings and it the top decks are kind of curved and stuff and all the doors are hatches um there's not any mast um you can see ports that have um interesting looking cannons they're not like normal cannons uh you remember him saying they're spell cannons so that's probably what these are they're unique looking magical cannons that yeah. are in these hatches and yeah you see three eyeballs on top one is kind of in this giant bubble which is kind of like the helm of of this kind of weird ship but yeah it's like in a dome or a bubble and the other two are kind of just standing on either side of the ship um did, looking did, did, off did, in different directions these are these are creatures or, or is this like yeah these are eyeball monsters so they are about the size of a beach ball let's or maybe even bit what's one two yeah like they're three feet in diameter so giant giant eyeballs that have long tendrils coming out of the back like as if you know like in in gore movies when you like rip someone's eyeballs out and it has oh, yeah, kind of yeah. like wriggling tail they got like those and they just float um and their their tail kind of thing kind of twitches uh now and again and uh yeah so oculon's like these are summoned eyes favors from the big cool eye himself it's a quite the uh compliments that you're being allowed to use these this is um the shit's getting freaky as a uh, as one of my I'm favorite a fucked up guy <laughs> <laughs> um as sir mishalot once said uh, you might not know him. He's a he's a, a bard from uh, from where I came from. As, as Sir Mixalot once said, um, the posse's getting big, and the posse's getting bigger. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's climb aboard, mateys, and uh, let's go kick a little pirate ass. Yeah. So um, you see one of the eyes on, on on your command. One of the eyes kind of turns and shoots a little laser at at the edge of the ship, and it seems to activate some mechanism because you see this metal kind of uh, bridge or staircase kind of descend, kind of upon being hit by this magic blast. And yeah, it's like this pretty nice uh, collapsible kind of uh, staircase that you can kind of climb up on the ship. All right, a gangway, if you will. 
Yes. Okay. I knew there was. A, I was gonna say. I kept wanting to say Jetway, but it's like no, it's not a fucking Jetway. No, no, no. When this thing appeared, did it actually come from underwater? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, so we so we have a whip ass submarine now. No, you you're borrowing a whip ass submarine. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's at our disposal. Yes. 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 Now, so I'm not captaining this vessel. I'm, I'm assuming Oculon is the captain of this ship um uh so oculon's like there's the captain and he points to the bubble which is again you don't see a helm or like a proper kind of steering wheel but it looks like kind of some control unit or something it's like just this bubble that kind of it's very exposed looking it just kind of comes up towards the back and he's like he'll listen to me but you know he does what's best but you're a captain right i have been you better believe it yeah, well, they don't really talk, but they understand common. If you have any expertise, you know, they're humble people. Fantastic. Well, if, if they're in it to win it, and uh, I mean, I'll let you guys, uh, you know, operate the vessel. But when it comes to combat, you know, maybe we're, it, it'll be all hands on deck, so to speak. Sounds good. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, you all climb aboard. Um, yeah, you go below decks. Again, it's 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 nicer inside than you'd think. It's not like magically large, but it's not like a submarine in the sense that it's really cramped or anything, you know. Um, but yeah, there's a couple eyeballs that you kind of pass. They don't say anything, you know. You can't really talk to them, or they they don't really have any means of communicating intelligently. But they're they're kind of around doing. Some of them are doing tasks. Some of them just kind of look like they're floating. They're kind of inert, almost like they're sleeping but they don't have eyelids so that you don't know what you know closing their eyes might look like <laughs> um but yeah uh you if you want to go around the ship you can or we can just kind of fast forward to getting to the island i say fast forward yeah so um so the use the 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 ship goes underwater at some point it sails mostly on top of the water but at some point it goes underwater and then uh everybody roll dexterity saves um because you can feel the ship being thrown around oh god it's been so long since i looked at my thing where's dexterity um let me see if i can grab your sheet i've got it here but i i just also, I, sh I shrunk it so it's too small to read. The saves are kind of at the top, middle, but more to the left. Oh, okay. So I got a total of seventeen for me. Okay, so 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 roll roll the save and then add uh, five, or I, I can roll it for you. Uh, I, I rolled eleven. I, I, I thought my dexterity was six. Oh, okay. okay no. So six. No, no. So no, it's four. Yeah, I, I got you. It, it, it's it's underneath the dexterity eighteen, but it's plus four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. That? So yeah, 15. you you save. Uh, what about you, Kevin? Does a d twenty to roll? Yeah, d twenty, and then you add your dexterity saving throw. And plus three thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So both of you, man, the ship just kind of shakes, but you, you know, it's so violent, but you managed to pull some sort of crazy matrix moves to like brace yourself on the walls and ship. And the ship just starts whipping the fuck around. It's underwater. Um, there's some portholes and you can see like vicious rapids and stuff underwater. Um, and the ship, it just starts spinning and you just completely lose control. Um, and you, it's just, it's violent, you, you know, it's violent. You're not sick to your stomach because you're managing to ride this out, but man, it's under the pull of like some crazy gales and stuff. And, uh, you recall, uh, fuzzy knuckles, you know, you're a seaman. Uh, you recall that the Island of Gale is surrounded by incredibly powerful whirlpools and violent currents and stuff. So, um, the ship starts surfacing and you hear a, a pretty big, uh, 
crash but not catastrophic like it collided with something but it hasn't like ripped open the hole or anything um so yeah <laughs> and then oculon um he crawls out of like out of you know the hold or something and he's like we're here <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Oculon, has you or anybody aboard uh, ever been to the Isle of uh, Isle of Island of Gale before? I haven't. No, uh, someone has, and they usually teleport. But oh. I can't do that. Oh, okay, so we're we're, we're 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 doing it old school. Yeah, I'm an errand boy. Whoever set up this deal with the Deadly Nightshade is like, uh, you know, he's a fucking archmage. What what, you, what deal? What do you mean? Oh, so the deal with the deal with Nightshade was Nightshade had slaughtered a whole village and we love eyeballs. And so we were like, hey, what if you pick the eyeballs off of those corpses and sell them to us? And uh, he was amenable to the deal. And so it was actually my job. This is why I have the ship, by the way. It was actually my job to go and pick up the eyeballs. But you guys want to kill him. And I'm your friend. You know, I'm always looking to solve problems. So. We're going to kill him and take the eyeballs for free. Okay. I, I like your style, Oculon. Yeah. And you know justice and stuff. I don't know. Uh, do, do you think those corpses are still there and their eyeballs will still be all right? Wouldn't they be have pe pe pecked out or picked up by crabs at this point? They fucking better be still there, man. <laughs> like, I got this whole sack of gold that I'm supposed to buy these with. Like, it's not, he's not, I mean, I know we're killing him, but he's supposed to be holding up his end of the deal. But I will tell you, there's a spell called Gentle Repose that can be used to perfectly preserve body parts. So if he did it properly, you know, it should be good to go and safe. All right. Okay. So are we, are we landed? Are we, are we, have we struck ground here? So or you, this is all happened in the, in the, under decks of the ship so he said that you've landed so if you want to go topside you can go topside and it does yeah you've stopped moving you don't know again you've hit something so maybe you're on rocks or who knows it's unclear until you get up you okay know? well I, I go up and ha ask one of the eyeballs to open a open a topside hatch for me yeah um he shoots uh he shoots a, a beam at the hatch and the hatch pops open it seems like a lot of the stuff is meant to be open <laughs> through laser beams right. um they have handles and stuff too but obviously they can't use them uh very well um so yeah you pop open the hatch and what you see is uh, a bunch of wrecked ships but what you've hit is like a, a big rock um so you're kind of at like a, a natural formation of rocks that is right near the shore that like kind of prevents you from getting too close in anything other than say a rope boat or something right. you know um so you've cut you you've come ashore or you haven't ground but you've hit pretty hard on these rocks and then immediately past that is just giant rocks and cliffs um they go up about 60 feet and then you also see what looks like a shrine or a pagoda some sort of building like an open air kind of building let's call it a shrine it looks like a shrine like maybe like a japanese shrine or something not quite but um and then then there's a bunch of wrecked ships that are all like nailed and boarded together so it actually what you can tell is that these ships have wrecked but then have been renovated into kind of like shelters and like a loose kind of city so um not city uh you know it's it's like four ships that have been kind of like cut up into kind of different is, like, is, it, is it easy is it easy to get on land or is there like a cliff that we're facing so you're on this rock um where all these ships are it's about 20 feet um is, is of a, a jump is, or a swim i'm asking is there a cliff beyond that oh sorry yeah the rock the all the ships are up against the cliff cliffhanger yes. <laughs> oh no he did it 
Oh we no, it. we did it. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't pick up on that. Thanks, thanks for doing that for me. <laughs> well, sorry for my audio troubles and thank you for helping that out. I'll try to get my Bluetooth a rocking for next time. Yeah, we'll get it. You you got you gotta get me to come over, man. I'll come over. We'll get it done. All right. Uh, yeah. great to see you both again. Uh Mr. Buns and uh yeah, man. And uh, Happy Cheetos, thank you so much for uh, for watching slash listening. Uh, we, we love you deeply and dearly. And uh, uh, drive fast and take uh, as many chances as you, as you feel safe in these rude and rough and ready times. And always remember, comedians are not your hero. They're meant to take you on a scary journey through a spooky haunted house of horror. If you want to hold people accountable, hold uh, uh, look to your tax tax leaders for moral whatever the fuck. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.